What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross Like Music. And this is the Super Sunny Love Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Right, the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Cosmic, Cosmic Radio. Twisted Soul. Futuristica Radio. You're listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com. Howdy, gang. Welcome. You're tuned in to another episode of the Blue in Green podcast. My name's Imran. Thank you very much for your time and your company for this show today. Uh, We have uh, an unusual episode uh, for you today. Quick reminder, firstly, before we jump into the episode, a quick reminder that the Blue in Green podcast runs in conjunction with Blue in Green Radio, uh, the online internet radio station that showcases um, incredible shows from across the whole wide world. Uh, We're so fortunate to host shows from uh, Melbourne, Australia, uh, Paris, France, London, UK, various parts of the UK, Bournemouth, UK, um, Niigata, Japan, San Jose, California, Denver, Colorado, amazing lineup. So we're we're continually uh, proud uh, to be able to to, to present uh, all these incredible shows, providing these wonderful kind of uh, takes on various cultures and um, and uh, celebrations of the music that we honestly just love to champion on Blue in Green Radio. So uh, my name's Imran. Again, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, we have an unusual episode today. I suppose this one will fit comfortably as part of our Misery Loves Company series and. Um, uh, the past episodes of those um, is basically me uh, kind of flying solo, to be honest. Uh, no other way of saying it. <laughs> I think we've done about three past ones, I think. Uh, so this is the third or fourth. Uh, normally, okay, so the Blue and Green podcast, if, if this entire experience is completely new to you, uh, the Blue and Green podcast was uh, started as a way to communicate, as I say, with these amazing radio presenters that we uh, uh, have as part of our beloved team uh, from across the world. And it was just it was fantastic to be able to uh, to connect with everyone over several episodes in cases um, and the, the kind of the podcast extended beyond that to um include talking to uh, some of these amazing musicians that we that we champion and we've just had some just really dream you know pinch me kind of can't believe that we've you know had episodes with certain people um i won't start naming them for fear of obviously name not naming others but um you know we're incredibly grateful and appreciative of every artist's time and uh, who indulge us to just just talk music for uh you know uh, an hour more in, in many cases as well so um so yeah that kind of uh, evolved into to that and then i kind of started that misery loves company series so as i say this is episode three or four of that which is basically me you know uh flying solo and um i, I picked a few different themes as part of the series so the last misery loves company uh series that we episode that we did was me uh, looking at Gil Scott Heron's I'll Take Care of You and the various iterations of that song um, 
it's a really good episode i should have had the number written down so you could have looked it up but if you scroll through past blue and green radio uh blue and green podcasts episode sorry and um, you'll you'll find it um and it, yeah we kind of look at the various iterations of the song and uh before that one we'd had a uh a super cool um uh, misery loves company episode about sort of the art of storytelling across various uh songs and uh almost mediums as well with video games and blah 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 and that was a really really cool episode so and again and I, I hope you guys will explore that one today's episode very very different it's just me putting on a microphone and kind of just talking for a little bit um i uh, i will confess to this much this is the second time i've recorded this i had a like a 25 plus minute episode just finished and the mic setup was wrong and it came through the laptop mic and all you can hear is like rah, 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 and it came off completely wrong so what do i what do i do i fix the mic turn it back on and i'm doing it all over again so i'm going to have one of those weird moments of did i say that in the last episode in the last recording or in this one so bear with me um today's episode uh is about the notion of success i thought it'd be fun to just put on a microphone and use the notion of success as a springboard for uh thoughts and hopefully prompting some level of conversation um I've never, I've never actually been. This is a bit nerve-wracking because, in a way, I've already done it uh, with the, <laughs> a few minutes ago with the last recording. But I've never actually been much of uh, an improviser. If I do a radio show, for example, I'm meticulous. I have every song. I know that the, the length of every song and the structure the of the show, the order of the songs, um, and you know, the, and I, I, I say that in comparison to. Um, other radio presenters that I know who will just pack a bag full of just music, just grab off the shelves, include you know new stuff, old stuff, whatever it is that they want to play, and they just throw it in a bag and play it on the fly. And I've I've always been in awe of that, and I really should do that one day. It should be fun to just do a radio show and just not know where where it's going to go. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm always in awe of guys that can do that. But I'm yes, as I say, I've never attempted it really and kind of improvised on that level so for me to put on a microphone and just talk i don't know how this will go you may you may have already switched off <laughs> um but yeah i i just thought it would be fun I, I think this is what podcasts used to be wasn't it just like one person monologuing before they kind of evolved into conversations and group projects and things like that but yes yeah, so i'm i'm trying this um so let's just let's see how it goes uh firstly i suppose in in discussing the notion of success nothing i say is intended to be me saying there's nothing preachy here there's nothing i'm saying you should do this there's one thing i might say that about but there's 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 nothing this is probably more therapy for me more than anything else more than a a, a rule book or a guideline or a suggestion for anyone listening so please don't take that don't take this in that way at all i hope i hope nothing i say will be misconstrued at all okay so the notion of success um it's an interesting one isn't it because you know i'm i'm kind of predominantly assessing the notion of success within the, the realms of music uh so for myself as a um wannabe 
broadcaster, radio presenter, writer. Um, I I have different levels, I have different goals for success than say an independent artist or musician. Who, um, I who I, I I suppose for both of us though, what we would deem success would be to be able to do this full time and for it to pay for itself you know that you're if you're a musician that you're selling enough or earning enough by performing live that you don't need a nine-to-five job that is not currently my situation I have the nine-to-five job um and uh well I've never tried this you know nothing about this project has really been about nothing about this radio project has ever been about doing anything different but I suppose that that would be the level of success the ultimate level of success um, and then, yeah, if you're a musician, you want to sell enough. You want to sell records. You want to, you know, be able to do it full time. And that's a more than reasonable goal to shoot for. Um, I suppose, though, um, the first step to success, this is where it might sound a bit preachy, but it's really not supposed to be preachy. It's really just supposed to be encouraging. But I think the first level of success is really just to do it. You know, you should if you you know there's something you want to do and i think the worst thing is you know oh if i had done this five years ago if i started this five years ago look how good i'd be now or look how far i could have gone and then you do nothing and then another five years go by and you think oh if i had done this 10 years ago you know and that's probably the i think that's the the first and in many ways the most important level of success uh in terms of trying to achieve something musically because you've got to start you got to you have to start and I, I i think that is obviously the most important thing to do and it's very um easy to and natural to to find yourself in a situation where you say i can't i can't fit this in uh i don't have the time i, I you know family commitments i i can't do it to the level i want to do it i can't you know i don't have enough support whatever it is it's very it's very easy and natural as i say to to have those situations and excuses as such i don't mean that sounded excuses like in a bad way but yeah you know it's very easy to have to be in those situations where you you have a hundred reasons why you can't do it but you know just do it you know i i just i just kind of think i'd I think for me, I I kind of try to regret the things that I've done as opposed to regretting the things I didn't do. Um, and uh, I think for me, again, from a, the the radio and the, everything affiliated to it, I'm 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 proud that you know I'm here talking to you guys right now. I'm you know I've uh, been recording shows and stuff like that, and it's uh, putting it out there. And I, I think that that's that's kind of fascinating and i'm 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 very uh i'm very proud of it and i i i you know i'm very fortunate to talk to art musicians and artists uh, who 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 the same they they get you know they sit down they put their music together and they put it out and i i think that's brave and i think that that's that's amazing um it's funny because like you know i mentioned that the primary focus of, of this podcast was a way to communicate with the blue and green radio presenters and i think if i could have and then you know subsequently the the musicians but i think if i could start this whole podcast series again it would be to answer the question of why do you do it 
you know because while yes you could have someone with incredible talent um and passion but they they don't find the they, they can't facilitate things in their day-to-day lives to enable them to 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 you know indulge their in their passions you know what that's absolutely a scenario I, I empathize with and understand conversely you have people who are similarly passionate and driven but couldn't find a way to stop you know uh, doing what they wanted to do and I I I I think as a as an underlying question for the podcast series I think that would have been a fantastic place to start you know to ask someone why do you do what you do and why why can't you seem to stop you know um so many this is why I I I profess my my love and affection and uh, adoration for blue and green radio presenters and um because I, I I'm in awe of them, and so many of them. Before we, you know, I was able to connect with them online. They they were putting their stuff out for years. They were putting their stuff out for so long, and uh, I just, uh, you know, I think it's awesome. Vahe once said, I think in our first conversation, where he talks about putting together, you know, stuff for his ex- extensive Confessions of a Curly Wine shows, which can go anything from a five-hour show to. Uh, the the JD episode which hit 30 plus hours uh, for a single radio show and we aired it all in its entirety and it was glorious um, but uh, you know I think in relation to, to, to him putting together shows he wanted to do he just casually confidently just sort of said once I don't care if people like it it's I just it's in me and I've got to get it out and I've done it and it you know in on the basis that it's come out the way he wanted it to if people say that's terrible if people didn't listen to it he it was of no interest to him and i think that's the coolest thing in the world i think it's the coolest thing in the world ronda was ronda from uh, san jose california vahe from who was based in melbourne australia uh ronda who's in san jose california she was putting out mixes on podomatic and soundcloud for years for years and still continues to do so today uh, as well as contributing uh, to huge to us in a huge amount um and i'm in awe of that she she did that for years molly from um from denver colorado uh, who presents the super sonido show she was putting out stuff she was putting about two shows a month on her soundcloud page which is about an hour of her presenting a radio show uh for no station and i I, you know, in her early episodes had the really bad mic, and you could hear it like, rah, rah, rah. Um, and I always thought that, that was the coolest thing until she upgraded and everything. Um, but she was putting stuff out for ages, for such a long time, and I, I'm just in awe of them. You know, if if we didn't connect, they'd still be doing it. They'd still be doing it. I mean, I'm sure you know, even greater levels of success would have would have um, come to them by now. Uh, however, even if it didn't, they would still be doing it. And I, I'm in awe of that. And I think answering that question about people who can't seem to stop, have no desire to stop, no intention of stopping, I think that that's fascinating. Um, and kind of what makes someone just continually uh, driven. And um, what is it in them that they just can't seem to switch off? You know, I, I remember when I 
my brother, for example, when we were in our mid to late teens, he was the music fan. He was the one that was connecting all the 90s R&B tunes and um, hip hop stuff. And I was, you know, in everyone I knew, in every circle I was in, I liked music the least, but I, I loved it. I was really enjoying kind of pulling from their experience and catalogs and knowledge and stuff. But for all of them, for every single person I kind of grew up with in that time, music just became something that they grew out of and I never did it grew and grew and grew to this you know unstoppable level of passion that I you know still just can't get enough of in terms of nurturing it and just doing shows and writing about it and trying to think of new ways to kind of tell stories within shows you know and for them it just you know it stopped kind of uh being something that drove them and i don't know what that means <laughs> i don't know what that means but uh i don't know for me i just it was just something i never grew out of and um it's just a joy to kind of share that um you know we, we talk about that level of success and what it means to certain people and it's 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 interesting because it's again if you are a musician then you're you're in that situation you know we're very fortunate to talk to sort of independent label heads and uh independent artists without a label who basically are in a situation where they create their music and now they need people to hear it you know and i'm I kind of it's that same situation for me i i i like i love to create i love to create shows and things like that and now you get to a point where you need people to hear it you know and again back to the musicians you're in a situation where you've made music and you have to promote it and and it's a fascinating thing to do in this digital era because in some ways it's so much easier than it would have been 20 odd years ago i imagine you know having the internet at your disposal and social media you are in a situation where you could become an overnight sensation overnight <laughs> you could become a sensation overnight you know just from the right person having heard your song and i i think that that's amazing however you are in a very competitive market you're a very competitive and crowded market and um so while while it's easier in some perspectives it's also is so much more difficult and but you have that situation where you need people to hear it and you have to try and get it out there and is that a hat you wear as comfortably as the creator hat because those are two vital hats it depends if you're looking for for that reward you know in terms of i've made this and now i want people to hear it and i want people to buy it uh, or stream it because that will enable me to make another one you know and uh being able to promote in that context is obviously an incredibly vital thing so again like how how does you how do you judge your level of success in comparison to what you're actually able to achieve so it's another hurdle it's another thing to try and overcome and try and navigate and i don't know i'm still trying to navigate it myself but um it's it's great to kind of connect with people who have found a way to kind of make that happen and found you know um that support system and a core base where you know the people nurture and support and things like that so yes it's very very cool um again i'm i am driven by that notion of someone who just can't seem to quit and i i just think it's the coolest thing in the world i really really do so if i could you know on that note leave you with one underlying thing is 
if it's just something you want to do just just do it just you know you can only learn from you know it not working out or or anything like that and I, I just think it's kind of a cool thing uh, to do to kind of prove to yourself that you could do something or you know whatever it is so I don't know that that's that's probably the last kind of point to make um i've been talking for a while so i think i may wrap this up for fear of losing anyone who has managed to stay with me for this long um yeah i uh, i won't you know i promise you i'll be having guests again uh very well for the next time for the next episode we're already talking to some amazing people so uh hopefully we'll be getting some lovely surprises your way super soon we talked about the level of success uh and you know as a closing song which regular listeners to the, the podcast will know we always feature a closing song um we uh at the time of me we're talking it's the 11th of july morning so 10th of july night time and uh we had uh just a few hours ago we aired uh, episode six of our new blue and green radio show called in focus which is basically a two-hour music mix of basically a record label deep dive uh shout out to colin smith from twisted soul and steve williams from uk vibe because they've been brilliant contributors uh to this series as well so it's really really cool to kind of have these different perspectives on some amazing amazing labels uh but episode six just aired and we were so fortunate so lucky to have had uh the opportunity to focus music to focus on the music of millennium jazz music um i would urge you all to check out their bandcamp page at millenniumjazz.bandcamp.com uh but what made it extra special was the fact that the label's founder uh gadget and uh, recording artist in his own right was um incredibly gracious uh with his time and he put together a brilliant really stunning two-hour mix uh for for the show um, well, that constituted the show. So, uh, you know, in terms of success, uh, he he absolutely celebrated his incredible label success. But, you know, that that was a huge win for us and a hugely successful thing. So, we're very very happy, very very proud that we were able to showcase it. So, as a closing song, we definitely wanted to pay tribute to uh, the stunning label. Uh, a couple of years ago they put out this rough graft revisited uh compilation which is uh, 19 tracks and i imagine the eagle-eared amongst you have already deduced that this is a uh, in memoriam to the brilliant productions and music of james yancey and um there uh, there are two gadget contributions to this where they basically play with their original jd samples uh that constituted so many of these his legendary music and uh, as i say there's two gadget tunes uh on the compilation i'm going to close out with uh bass driven cruise so once again this is a track from rough graft revisited uh this is an awesome number uh, really really great tune so i hope you guys will enjoy it thanks so much for indulging me uh for the episode today i feel like there's way more i could have talked about but I'll save your ears for another time um, and it'll be cool to get in another episode of this Misery Loves Company and get back to kind of looking at a specific story like past episodes have been have have been before so thanks very much gang quick reminder you can find us at blueandgreenradio.com where we continue our celebration of the music uh, that we just love to champion uh, from predominantly independent artists and musicians so thanks so much and uh, I look forward to uh, the opportunity to chat to you guys again soon Rough Graft revisited our buddy Gadget to the stage please <laughs>
Thank you.